All right, guys, welcome, welcome to the Luna Lounge Podcast, Episode 7. I just remembered that we don't actually come up with titles for episodes until after the episode. I don't know why I keep trying to come up with an introduction. So there you go. There's the first fail of today. Uh, uh, well, welcome to the Luna Lounge, <laughs> Luna Loungers. <laughs> episode 7, go. Episode right. 7. Uh, we, uh, we have a... This is true. The lucky episode. We, I honestly was, I'm shocked at the positive reception for the podcast. And speaking of positivity, we have a couple of lovely new guests today uh, for our Pokemon themed episode. Uh, we have the lovely Marcia. Hello, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi. Um, and uh, so it's Marcia. It's spelled like Marcia. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There's Marcia. spell number two. <laughs> but it's marshmallow. One more fail and you're out, Tife. Don't get it wrong again. Um, but I'm a marshmallow because I'm I... very squishy and soft. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, nice to meet you guys. Uh, I'm a variety streamer. Um, I haven't been doing a whole lot lately just because work's been really busy. But um, starting next week, I'm off for the summer. So I'm really excited. I'm going to be um, playing a lot more. Hell yeah. And then we have... Um... Well, we have a Lugia here. Um, I, I'm just going to call him. Lugia appeared? Uh, <laughs> apparently he's played Gen 3 too much, though, because he's dubbed himself the name Wally for some weird <laughs> reason. <laughs> um, so, uh, weird Lugia Wally, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know it looks like it's spelled Wally, but it is pronounced Lugia. Um, but no, I'm... W uh, is silent. <laughs> the, the W is silent. <laughs> oh... But yeah, so I'm I'm Wally the Bandit. I'm a uh, variety streamer as well. You know, a lot of my stuff is kind of centered around Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, I guess hence the hence the Lugia and and all that. But um, been doing a few other things too. You know, been playing uh, some MLB, uh, some Call of Duty. You know, things where it, it's not as peaceful as playing Pokemon. Um, but then also been doing actually like React videos and stuff on YouTube, and that's been that's been interesting. So. But it's, yeah, and of course, as Tifa and Noctis know, uh, I am definitely the person who killed Lugia and Earth Hecklock. Alright, so you're uh, saying that Call of Duty is not as peaceful as Pokemon, and we'll get into this more later, but you were just telling us before we started that you got wrecked by a bunch of children using Rage Powder. What? Okay, well, first of all, they weren't <laughs> children, alright. All right, I, I I am proud to announce that I got beat up by adults. All right, I just but... always assume they're children. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, I I think rage powder is still a little more peaceful than using a shotgun to just try to take out a whole bunch of people on a map. Is it? Did the shotgun have stickers on it though? That makes it peaceful, right? No, but I did put a camo on it. Maybe I should put some stickers on it. Then I no, can no, say yeah. that. If you, more, a camo uh, doesn't make it streamer. peaceful. If you put a sticker on it, right? That that if you get a sticker from PandaBunnyStudios.com, our sponsor, and you slap that sticker right on your shotgun, 100% more peaceful. Confirmed. Very, oh, very true. The sticker, they're available in Fortnite. Uh, we're working on getting them to Call of Duty, though. One day. One day, one day. Hit us up with that sponsorship, though, if you want to jump up the waiting list, Call of Duty, you know. Valorant, Apex, all right, all right. Yes, you like Mr. The... Mr. Call of Duty, please give us a call. 
<laughs> I, I hear that, you know, Apex is starting to get more popular, especially with the VTuber scene. So, you know, if you guys like the VTuber episode Apex, you know, hit us up for that sponsorship. You know, we'll, we'll totally do an Apex episode. Actually, that sounds like a really neat uh, addition. That if Apex could somehow work your character model, or actually, this works for any game, work your character model into your stream as what you're, uh, as a VTuber. Can you imagine playing through Halo and like Microsoft somehow give you a plugin for a Master Chief uh, VTuber model? That'd be kind of cool. But if I remember correctly, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong because I generally don't remember. Isn't Halo a first person shooter until the moment you die? So you're basically asking for a plugin to see your character die over and over again? So, all right. So you so you did understand my, my concept. You just decided to critique my choice of uh, example. Okay. Let's say your character in Fortnite. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Point is, I mean, point I wasn't is sure. that would be cool. I wasn't sure what your goal was there because I remember explicitly playing Halo as a kid. And finding it so fascinating that they changed it to third person specifically when you die, unlike other first person shooters. Because they actually want you to see your body flying about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that does sound like a lot of fun. Um, just thinking about the, the VTubers that I've created um, for like different stuff, seeing them like just as like running around in Call of Duty or something would be hilarious. Exactly. Like my little goblin. I mean, yeah, that's has has any do we know any VTubers that have done that where they created a character model in their game to match their VTuber model? No, I don't know anyone that like I I I'm not sure if I want to say that skilled, but I think I can confidently say that skilled. I, well, That's like, fair. even in, like, the, let's say, the constraints of it. Like, let's say uh, you're going Cyberpunk 2077. Even though you can't super get accurate with it, you could probably get close. Oh, you mean just, like, recreate them with the, within the confines of the character creation? Yeah. Have we seen uh, anyone do that? No. But I wouldn't be surprised I, if they did. I mean, I, I kind of did that. Um... Because, and I, I am not using her as much anymore because um, I am doing a face cam now, but um, I had my little goblin VTuber and on my Stardew Valley game uh, that I'm playing with um, Hazelsaurus Rex and Zombie Cookie, um, we play like maybe every other week, but I have a little green goblin on there. I mean, it's 8-bit, yeah. but... I was going to say, a lot of that does depend on the complexity of the VTuber yeah. model. Because some VTuber models have basically like $10,000 of fashion put into their outfits. And I'm just like, well, you're glad you're a VTuber. Because I couldn't <laughs> imagine someone wearing that every day. Very true. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, no, I know you can't exactly recreate like Wally's uh, uh, model here with a Lugia body. <laughs> You could get kind of close. With whoa, some whoa, whoa! I will say though that you—I've seen Skyrim mods do some crazy dragons. Can you imagine you're about to get your head chopped off, and suddenly you see Wally's Lugia body with a Wally's <laughs> head flying on top of the tower and just screaming? I gotta find someone who can actually do that for me. Then <laughs> I would be—you know—it's screw my face cam. No one wants to see my actual face. I'm going with the Lugia, Lugia VTuber. 
I mean, <laughs> that would be amazing. And I think that would borderline get more views. <laughs> be unique. It would, I, it would be very unique. We, we mean, have but... had discussions of how VTubers can just, just based on the model, can increase your view count. Yeah. And and I I mean I like having my VTuber. Uh, she does lag out some of my games, um, just because it's running a lot of different stuff. But um, I think my biggest thing is that I can't emote as well as I can in real life. Like she's got like five emotions. I have a few more than that. So <laughs> yeah, that's it's like general. Eight, right? It's like yeah, eight, part... the nor the normal human number, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, average human number. Yeah, you got happy, sad, mad, hungry. All right, I guess I only have four. My bad. You could, you could even do. You could even do the seven dwarves. <laughs> you couldn't even hit seven. You couldn't even uh, hit seven. Is, yeah, Doc is a great emote. I love it. <laughs> what a classic. Yeah, that's obviously the equivalent of intellectual. Or pressured by your parents, either or. We don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not Asian. I didn't have my parents pressuring me to be a doctor. Well, uh, stop rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're getting at. Oh man. Uh. So yeah, up to our first actual question because we've already started off with the biggest of tangents. Uh, to Marsha and <laughs> Wally, what made you get like? I know you're a variety streamers because as Noctis likes to rant every stream, everyone's a variety streamer. But let's say for the let's say for the sake of uh argument, we're gonna call you Pokemon streamers for discussion's sake. All right, what made you guys want to stream like Pokemon per se? I mean, Marcia, you you want to start? You can go first. I don't have a good answer for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. For me, like I didn't start off playing Pokemon like I honestly started playing off just playing Call of Duty and um, like occasionally Zelda too um, but you know I I just kind of got bored of, of Call of Duty after a little while and I started playing Pokemon and you know that's actually how I met you know a, a few of my mods and you know and then it just kind of grew from there and that's how I met you guys as well and so I figured you know, after playing Pokemon for a little bit and meeting a few more people, like, I just, I really love the community. Like, it, it's really been great, you know, despite the fact that, you know, I, I get made fun of for knocking out a Lugia every time I come into chat. I, I, I still love hanging out with you guys. Like, you guys are a lot of fun. And, like, I don't know, it, it's hard to explain, but uh, just the community was really the biggest reason why I wanted to stay in the Pokemon community. And even with, like, the Pokemon cards as well. Like, I know it's kind of, you know, it, it's all along the same lines because it's all Pokemon-related material. But, you know, just because you play the games doesn't mean you collect the cards and vice versa. So, oh, but I'm just I'm just very happy that both communities are, are very, you know, generally accepting and, and just very friendly. He likes us! <laughs> that's a fair comparison that uh, the Pokemon TCG community isn't the same as say the pokemon games pokemon has pretty much been popular on twitch since twitch was twitch yeah. <laughs> like all they do is add another game and more people get interested whereas the trading card game it seems there's been an uptick since uh 
and I hate saying his name. Was it Logan Paul or Jake it, Paul? What, no, it was Logan Paul. And he, uh, he bought like $200,000 worth of Pokemon cards, right? Yes, and he basically and started the then, revolution. It, yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll give a quick explanation for anyone not in the up and up on the TCG scene and just confused what the heck we're talking about. Um, so Logan Paul, if you somehow don't know who Logan Paul is, he's just Lucky. TLDR. He's an influencer. All right. He's just a popular influencer, all right? Like your PewDiePie, your Pokemon, you know, all this stuff. Basically, whenever he does anything, everyone's going to watch him, right? And he decided to open up a shit ton, and I mean a shit ton, of Pokemon packs and just do what's called pulls. Is where you try to get, you know, the really rare cards that, you know, for some people are really cool. You know, everyone wanting their Charizard back in the day just to say they had one. Nowadays, it's so you can make tons and tons of money. And once people, especially during the pandemic, realized that was a way of getting income, they started just scalping, not even cards, but the literal packs. And normally, you know, you go, what's wrong with that? You know, that's more money for Pokemon. Well, they couldn't exactly print enough cards to meet the demand, especially during pandemic. So it started a lot of issues where most people not only couldn't buy cards, but there were actually violent acts crimes um and there's literally even incidents not going to go into too many details where people pulled out knives and guns um over pokemon cards literally not even like specific cards like wally you have a rare lugia gx given to me it's you have a pack <laughs> you have a pokemon pack that was bought for three dollars give it to me now or i'll pull a weapon on you uh, do the average pack cost is uh four dollars and twelve cents? Uh, Tfa, get get on our level. I'm sorry, I haven't actually bought a <laughs> I haven't actually bought a TCG pack since the olden days because you know I'm old as is pointed same, out every same. episode. And do you know what's stupid? I was at Walmart and I bought three packs. I walked over because I was like, oh, I heard Target no longer sells these. They have three packs left, and I have no reason to. I don't know why. I fucking bought three packs of Pokemon cards. I've opened one, and now I have two sitting on my desk. I'm just waiting for him to go up in value, and then I'm going to scalp him on eBay. You you heard it first. <laughs> you heard first. Not just promoting scalping. <laughs> but no, legit. Pokemon cards are... It is basically turned into a weird stock market thing. It's like, and it's popular. I, I've been in your, in your chats, Wally. You do pull in decent numbers when you're opening Pokemon cards. Yeah, it's it's and plus you know it's it's you know for me it's it's fun to do and uh and you know I've watched other people open Pokemon cards too like you know like Poke Rev and like Leon Hart and people like that and you know they open like a lot of the vintage packs you know the ones that are hey twenty thirty thousand for a booster box nowadays and it's fun because it's like in a way it's like gambling but like I don't have to pay any money. To gamble i mean i don't get the cards but it's nice to see like these great cards get pulled and things that bring back you know all those memories of opening them when i was younger and you know that's that's really what it is for me the uh nostalgia well that's what it is for a lot of people right um that's why a lot of people just like pokemon streams in general hashtag twitch plays pokemon but it's just very interesting <laughs> seeing how you know, the biggest problem that people have in the Pokemon game industry is the graphical quality and whether or not we have a national dex. And in the Pokemon well, uh, TCG world... You know, I, you know what the other problem is? You can't easily uh, 
stream a DS or a 3DS game. That's that's mm. the part that really sucks. Like you uh, have to you have to use an emulator. Uh, so, even I mean, though obviously you wouldn't download a ROM, a Pokemon ROM. None of us here would. I just never. want that on the record. <laughs> that would be wrong. So how about you, Marcia? What made you start streaming uh, Pokemon games? Well, um, so actually, so streaming is, is pretty new to me. Um, I, I started at the, I think my first stream was at the very, like, last day of February. Um, and basically, like, this whole last year, um, I, I said earlier, I'm a teacher. Um, this last year, I've had to teach virtually. And so, like, before this, like, I love streaming, like, streamers and watching them. But I was always like, oh, I could never do that. Well, here comes this year, and I had to. And I basically stream every day, all day, but teaching. So the jump was kind of logical for me. And when I started streaming, Pokemon's something that I've been playing since, you know, Blue, Red, and Yellow were out. Um, literally the first game I ever bought myself, like, with my own money, I saved up. I got an Atomic Purple Game Boy Color, and I got Pokemon Yellow. So, like, it's it's just, it's in my blood. I figured it'd be an easy place to start. Um, and once, like, I have a few, um, like, IRL friends who are streamers, and um, I was kind of hanging around one of their chats, and uh, they raided over to Wally, and I was like, oh, hey, here's somebody who plays, like, games that I play. And, like, the community is just so positive. Um, like, it's my mental health day, hanging out with a bunch of Pokemon nerds. So it's been really good for me. Actually, that sounds like a uh, a quick way to get to uh, higher stream numbers. You could teach on Twitch and then just make all of your students, uh, just make them watch you on Twitch. There you go. No, no. no. <laughs> the, ones, the ones I teach would break terms of service if they made accounts. <laughs> They're not old enough yet. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, you know, that Even is. I wouldn't be allowed to cuss. And I do like to cuss. Yeah, Don't like that, that definitely is a thing. Like, if you uh, are like doing a teaching job or something like that, you definitely are. Well, especially if you're uh, teaching younger kids, you can't exactly say, hey, go all watch me because under 13 isn't allowed to be on Twitch to begin with. Okay, so eighth graders and older. <laughs> All right, this is high school teachers. I, you know, I, I'm just spitballing here, guys. Yeah, I mean, you could you could get probably most of seventh grade and up. But yeah, no, the kids I'm teaching are a little too young. Um, and honestly, I don't think I want that part of my life over here because, like, there's there's a different level of like professionalism I have for that versus me like raging at a Pokemon game. Yeah, so I don't want them to see that side of me. I mean, I would definitely say, uh, if I was, like, if someone's going to find out, you know, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to go crazy, but I want you to be in the chat. I want you to not tell me you know me. I want you to not, not tell me who you are. All right. Watch, chat, enjoy, and just keep, keep me ignorant. <laughs> we, so Please. I was going to say, we, we asked this of previous people that were here. Uh, do you keep your streaming life separate from your from your like IRL life? We'll call it. Um, for me, yeah. Um, to an extent, I do have a couple of like real life friends um, who are streamers, um, like who I personally know. Um, 
outside who got kind of got me into it. Um, and then I've got some friends um, who are streamers that I met through streaming that, you know, when when the day comes and everybody's vaccinated, we'll probably hang out. But I, you know, I keep a lot of the rest of it separate. Like, you know, I don't necessarily want to use the same accounts for everything, that kind of stuff. Just for my own privacy. I, I hear how you. you. How about you, Wally? <laughs> yeah, I, I usually... I mean, there are a couple, like, real-life friends and a few, like, family members that will occasionally watch and, and all that, too. But for the most part, I usually do kind of keep them separate. I mean, I, I know it's a big surprise, but Wally the Bandit is not my first middle and last name. You know, whoa, it's, whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, whoa. I know. I know. I know. It's a, it's a bombshell to drop here. You guys are hearing it here first, too. But, uh... No, so I, 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 I try to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, first, middle, last is the bandit Wally. All right. I she <laughs> thought it was like a nickname, Wally the Lugia Bandit. That's what. That's what I. <laughs> I just couldn't fit Lugia in there. That's the issue. <laughs> oh, and I I forgot. Sorry. And one of my my biggest fans who who hangs out in my chat is my mother. <laughs> so there is some real life crossover there. <laughs> She's so sweet. She's always there to give me views. Uh, I mean, th those who watch, who, those who know anything about like uh, those who are familiar with my streams at all, it's a bit weird for me to say keeping I like IRL life and stream life separate, considering that I technically met my current girlfriend now through Discord slash Twitch. So it, it kind of already tied the two together. Uh, I don't really have a way around it. <laughs> when are you gonna live? You guys are gonna live stream the wedding. I I hope. I still it would be wrong of you not to. I, I feel like. <laughs> All right. If if we were to live stream the wedding, it would have to be funded by chat. All right. That that is the requirement. Sorry. Sorry okay. Kate, so Kate came to me to uh to see where this was going, and I ha I had to ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a shill. <laughs> okay, so I have a thought there. Your wedding is being live streamed, and your guests are also Twitch streamers who are live streaming it on their channel so that everybody can send you bits as gifts. Ooh. Like a mega multi stream <laughs> wedding. It'll be the biggest mm. Twitch event ever. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, so, yeah, oh my gosh, that, no, that's just, like, I'm just thinking <laughs> of what it's like, you know, especially if you do things like Pokemon, right, where, like, a lot of, because Pokemon is just something that you did, it, hmm, what's words I'm looking for, you kind of naturally talk about yourself more when you're streaming Pokemon versus something else, um, so, like, if you're talking about, you know, if you're if you're playing like let's say one of my streams, like you know, I just beat Littlewood yesterday, right? Littlewood doesn't really encourage questions about me personally, but like you know, if we're talking about Pokemon, your the first question that everyone always asks you is a Pokemon stream is like, what's your favorite Pokemon? And then Noctis, you know, says Umbreon, and then it's like, well, Noctis is evil, Dark type confirmed. You and said then, it, not me. <laughs> and then if someone <laughs> says their favorite Pokemon is Gardevoir, suddenly go, oh wow. 
Another weeb look like an yeah, all the on the internet. Yeah, a horny weeb. That's the only thing he cares about. <laughs> all right. Whore. He probably likes low punny as well. What a person. Actually, not a fan of low punny, personally. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, but that's, that's, that, a, that's, that's a nice just... cover. I, it, we're, we're all believing it. I mean, like, I'll admit I love Gardevoir <laughs> all day, all right? I'll admit I love Gardevoir all day, but no, low punny is not my thing. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, you, I you think... can look at favorite Pokemon. Wally likes Dragonite, so he's yes, into Thickums. That's pretty cool. Hmm. <laughs> I am not going to confirm or deny that. <laughs> How are you? What about you, Marsha? What's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, okay, well, my favorite Pokemon is adorable, but I don't think that it says anything about my, my love life. It's uh, Torchic. You like so it spicy. Cool. There you go. I mean, it doesn't necessarily say about your oh, love life, Oh, but you know what? Right? It's a fire type, and it's a bird, so I like hot chicks. Right? Yeah, but there you go. <laughs> I applaud yeah. that. I honestly, like, the joke I always make is uh, Torchic, uh, because it's fire, and it's a bird, it's already halfway to a chicken nugget. Oh, like, man. let's go. I mean, could you... <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever done this. Like, actually try to analyze people based on your like their favorite pokemon or something like that so like you know if someone let's say it's favorite they like they really like dragons you know you could say that they you know are more assertive they want to be empowering like that kind of embodiment versus like if someone's favorite pokemon is mimikyu maybe they just relate to that so much because like everyone on twitch you know we all have imposter syndrome and are like, we're not like this person who's super popular, Pikachu. You know, we want to be like you. And so we're going to start copying you. Man, that got a bit too real. What? Yeah, I think you know that I dress like Tsukino. God damn it, my secret is out. Oh no. Well, okay, so my favorite type is fairy type. What do y'all think that says about me? <laughs> You're whimsical. <laughs> that you like a lack of variety. <laughs> that you like putting dragons in their place. <laughs> okay, all of those, all of those work for me. All right. I'll see it there. There you go. You can you can learn a lot about uh, someone by their favorite Pokemon. I mean, that's what I'm saying, right? So Pokemon, even we've already even tried this conversation. By the way, this is not scripted. Even just talk about that, we started talking about our personal selves and what we think of each other. And that's just something you don't really get with other genres, per se. And I just find that very interesting, I guess you can say. Even for other similar games, like Pokemon clones, you know? Like, you never hear this kind of talk about Digimon. You never say, what's your favorite Digimon? Like, oh, your, 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 favorite, your favorite Digimon is where Cyber Garu Grey third demon head, or, you know, Mon. Or Angela. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come Mon on the end. Yeah, I just right, you have to say Mon at the end. And I no, I don't watch Digimon currently, but there, it just hurts my head. Like That's one of the cool things about Pokemon. It doesn't matter who you are. Most people are familiar with at least the first gen. Um, but for me, it most people know up to the current gen. I never... Uh, sorry. I never say, oh, yeah, I really like Lucario. And people are like, uh, who's Lucario? Like, people know Pokemon. And that's it's a universal game that uh, I don't think almost any other franchise can can boast. Can that that familiarness with the franchise, maybe Mario, but like Call of Duty, it's all based on who like it's all based on kills. You don't you don't care about the characters. 
I, I would Halo. say uh, Kingdom Hearts is probably my go-to in terms of a fandom where people really care about the characters in it. That has Disney. That's unfair. <laughs> that is a unfair comparison. <laughs> Even if you ignore yeah. the Disney characters in the game, all right? Ignore the Disney characters, all right? You know, your King movie, your Goofy, your Donald. I mean, the amount of jokes and memes that I see about, like, you know, who got Norted, as it were. And it took me months to even understand what Norted even meant. Because I never played Kingdom Hearts. And it's just yeah. like... <laughs> I feel like... I feel like Kingdom Hearts is the Twin Peaks of video games. Like, you, you gotta put in the time or you're never gonna understand that damn game. Um, it's, it's a tough one. It really is. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those games that I not that I couldn't get into it because it wasn't a good game. Just because you're right, there's just so much to it, and just I don't know. I felt like I was going crazy like the first time I tried to play it. That I was like, okay, nope, going to go to something a little more like mindless, like a first person shooter, right? So that's not, that's that's fair. My Kingdom Hearts is very very like the first game. I I. It, it's really boring at first. Like my my wife Vixen uh, could didn't even get off the island because she said, "Fuck this! This is boring. I don't want to play this." And I can't really argue that. I know what comes after because I have the persistence to go past it. But I can't blame someone for not wanting to play the island segment of Kingdom Hearts One. So this is an interesting question, right? So, and this goes for like everybody, right? Do you? find that you lean more towards playing more straightforward and simple games, whether it be your Call of Duty or your Pokemon, or to call me out, just to include myself a farm sim, because you don't have to explain what's going on to the chat. Because if you're playing, let's, you know, like, if I, I, I remember one of my first games ever streamed was Persona 4 Golden, right? And someone came to my chat, and they're like, uh, why, what, why is a Dude, why are you fighting this big muscle dude holding two like male symbols in his hands as weapons? And I'm like, oh well, it's quite simple. You see, um, this character was unable to with confront with the fact that he was gay, and so someone kidnapped him, threw him into the TV, and summoned his inner personality as an evil demon to kill him in order to gain energy to get more powerful. And we're going in there to help him confront himself so that way he could accept that he's gay and move on with his life. And then they're like, huh? Yeah, I'm out. Yep. Nope. I'm 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 confused already. Yeah, they didn't they didn't say I'm out. They just left in the middle of your explanation. Well, no, they're actually an IRL friend, so they actually told me they were leaving because of my explanation. <laughs> they legitimately told me they were leaving. Oh, that kind of hurts, but I mean, well, yeah. I mean, no, it was right when I was beginning, and it really made me like kind of push me towards avoiding games. That are super super heavy story based, um, unless you know it's very short. Like I'm currently playing the Famicom Detective Club game, and that is obviously you need to know what's happening. But those games also are lasting me two streams. So like you know, if someone isn't able to follow along, it's not that bad. But like you know, if I was streaming, no, I'm not calling out Kingdom Hearts streamers when I say this. Like if I was to stream Kingdom Hearts, and a bunch of people, like let's just say half my viewer audience didn't watch Kingdom Hearts before, like never played it. They'd be so confused, and I wouldn't even know how to explain to them what's going on. Yeah. 
I'm so as far as I like the stuff that I stream, I kind of stick to games that I either I know well or are like something that I've never played before, but it's like a staple game. Um, like I love Stardew Valley. I've put like way too many hours into it. I own it on like five different systems. Um, and then so like, of course, that's one that I'm going to play. Uh, I love Pokemon. I'm going to play Pokemon. I've never played Mario 64, so that was one that I was like, I'm going to need to play this because, like, how did I make it to 30 without ever trying this game? But, um, yeah, I kind of stick to stuff that's a little bit easier, like, on my brain, because I've also got to do stuff like talk to the chat, things like that. I think if I got too complicated and tried to play Persona or something like that, I would just, like, (laughs) I'd be silent. You'll never hear from me again. Yeah, that could that maybe that's one of the advantages of Pokemon. Like as a turn-based RPG, you take your time. It, that gives you time to, to interact with your chat, as opposed to like a Call of Duty shooter, uh, where you're constantly like trying to focus on the game. I, I'm curious, Wally. How do you how do you balance that? How do you balance like <laughs> trying to chat while trying not to get stabbed in the back by a guy that was you know seven frames ahead of you? Yeah, and I was going to say that too because Marsha you know, brought up a really good point. And that's part of the reason why I kind of stuck with Pokemon too. Is yeah, because when you're playing Call of Duty, like you need to kind of have your eyes on the screen all the time and like trying to like look away for, you know, even just a split second to check, you know, to look at chat. Like, yeah, you're going to get killed that little in that little time period. But that's that's why, you know, I'm I'm grateful I'm not great at Call of Duty. <laughs> so those games where I'm not having like a good game, I'll be like, you know what? Screw it. I'll look at chat. I'll talk to people while I'm just running around trying to throw a tomahawk at people. You know, just just do fun stuff like that. But but no, it, it, but you're right. When you're actually like playing a good game, and like you really need to focus on the screen the entire time, dude, that is it is so hard to keep up with chat, and that's why, you know, like it's so important to have great mods too. And like, I, I know we all understand that because we all do have great mods ourselves. Oh, way to suck like up me. to Noctis. Yes. <laughs> and Listen, me. being T-Fay's best mod isn't easy. I put in the hours. I work my butt off. People don't understand. <laughs> I'm I'm the newest mod for for Wally's channel. Um but I I I think I do an okay job. I'm I'm not TK level of segues yet though. That man on, can segue into like any of the commands seamlessly. On the commands, yes, but you were doing a really good job of keeping track of uh what pack people pick during the Pokemon card openings. Okay. Well, I'm trying. Yes. Thank goodness he's going to be back on Monday. Mods, or on- the <laughs> job of mods is not to segue into commands. Just going to clarify this. You no, no, can no, no, do no, but... that without being a mod. That's true. <laughs> true. But he's really mods good at Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. No, I, you know what? I, I refute that, Tifei. Mods are whatever the streamer want them to be. If Wally wants his uh, mods to constantly... Drop his uh, TikTok, his Twitter, oh his. Fu- I'm I'm trying to think here because I'm auditioning to be uh, Wally's mod. 
I can't think of any more. That's why I'm not one of his mods. <laughs> YouTube. Damn it. So Sorry, he ends up doing a lot more, a lot more uh, YouTube than TikTok these days. But you know, I still throw the TikTok out there. <laughs> I mean, you can make dumb puns like, you know, you enjoy this comment. Well, you too can pull out great tech. Just watch Wally on YouTube. Dumb puns <laughs> right there. And then it gets people to watch the YouTube. And exactly. then, you know, it's all about dumb puns. Dumb, dumb puns and segues. So I'm, I'm very lucky to have a very punny uh, community of mods. I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree that that's the point of a mod, though, to do what the streamer wants? Uh, uh, I don't think Marcia would agree, but yes. <laughs> I, I, I feel yeah. like I want to go all Batman on you and be like, it's not so much what the streamer wants, it's what the streamer needs. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> Someone here is on my side. All right. Because... I, I... <laughs> no, no, I legitimately believe this. This isn't me just trying to make a joke, despite the fact that I wanted to make that joke, because... When I'm uh, in all of the streams that I'm a mod in, which is a lot, despite the fact that I basically do no mod work, I basically just acknowledge what the streamer needs at that kind of given time, and then just do that. Like, if they actually need someone to be banned, which at least through the times I'm there is very rarely, then I'll ban them. If it's they have no fun commands in the chat, then I'll do that. You know? Like, I've literally, for one streamer, I won't say who... I made emote commands in their chat because I saw their bot was sub to them. And people who are literally sub said they like using the commands more than their actual emotes because it's faster. Huh. That's fun. For a little while, I think Streamlabs was uh, sub to Wally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my bot For has like... Bit. How many... I don't even know how many subs my bot has. My bot has more subs than I do. That's all I know. Just because, I, you know, e emote commands are fun. Yeah. I think, so, like, I think the biggest thing that he was like, you know, it's it's not what he wants is, because I do, I keep track of his swearing. Because, like, early on, uh, when I, like, was first following the channel, he was trying to swear less just because, you know, there's, like, when you're doing Pokemon cards, there's, you know, younger audiences and things like that. Um, because that's a family-friendly game. But it became a swear counter that I now harass him with, which is so much fun. Dang. So much fun. Yeah, so fun. But I gave him the day off today, because <laughs> that was a tough Pokemon match. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I needed it. Uh, that, that, yeah, over there, Wally, that, that spoke volumes. <laughs> but, yeah, uh... So what yeah. would you say is your favorite? It's like, this is a two-part question. What would you say is your favorite Pokemon game? And you can be version-specific if you prefer. And do you find that you pref you would prefer to stream that game over other ones due to your familiarity with it? Or would you prefer the other way around? Because you don't want to associate your favorite game with streaming, for better or worse. That is very tough. That is a very good question. Um, the first one is is pretty easy for me, just because um, I, I loved in this game uh, the whole uh, concept of Mega Evolving, and it was the introduction of the Fairy type Pokemon. Uh, but it was the Pokemon XY specifically. I I always got uh, the second title in whatever two games got released, so I ended up going with Y. Um, 
but no, I, it was just, it was a great game. I really liked the story. Um, the Kalos region was great. The selection of Pokemon was really good. All of the NPCs, like th there was, I, I really didn't have many complaints about it. And, and I'm still upset that they got rid of Mega Evolution after that, that one generation. But um, that's, that's gotta be my favorite game to play. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I wanna wanna stream it necessarily. Like I enjoyed I enjoyed playing that on my own, not worrying about you know like okay, well, how can I make this interesting for everyone else? You know, it's more, what do I want to do? Like I remember I did one playthrough where I did a whole team of evolutions because you could uh, you could catch Eevee on on a, one of the earlier routes. So I just did a team a team of just straight evolutions. And I, I went through the game that way. And that was so much fun. And not that people wouldn't necessarily enjoy that on stream, but, you know, there, there wasn't as much pressure. You know, and, and I think, yeah, those, those favorite games that you get to play should really kind of be kept off stream. You know, it, yeah, you just, you face less, less pressure. You're, you don't feel like, you know, you have to be, I don't know. I just want to get immersed in the game when I'm playing something that I really love. And if I have to, you know, look at chat and, you know, come up with all these other extra rules and stuff, like I don't, I don't necessarily get to do that. So I, I want to keep those, you know, those games like the Pokemon XY just kind of to myself, but I don't know. That's, that's just me though. The, the tag log that you joined us on turned out to be uh, a lot of fun. Oh, it was For incredible. Viewers yeah, for viewers not familiar, uh, the tag lock is the standard Nuzlocke rule, uh, like challenge rules of a Pokemon game. Only after a couple hours or whatever set time you decide, you send the save file to the next person in line and they continue it. Usually we try and keep the, the details to a minimum so that you open your Pokemon and you're surprised by what you find, but you did this, uh, how many streamers was it, Tifei? Like, ten? Eight. 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 And it turned out to be pretty great. And I ended up winning. No big deal. I'm just saying, wasn't that hard. Uh, they were lucky to have me. I just want to, I just want to put that out there. <laughs> it did uh, spawn an interesting <laughs> conversation, though, because Noctis, uh, for those who don't didn't follow the Tagalog, was very underleveled going into his stream. And we were having a discussion before on whether or not he should attempt the league under level because there are two core arguments to be made um you have my side which is fun is best and i say you know go under level and make it exciting and if you die and lose the run for everyone else you know you go out in a blaze of glory and it's entertaining for the chat and you had other people uh who were going well <clears throat> you know win the run like guarantee do whatever it ha takes to guarantee that you win the run because winning the run is more important than the excitingness of it. And I'm paraphrasing. They, they didn't actually say don't make it exciting. But like, they cared more about winning the run than anything else. And if it wasn't on stream, the my option wouldn't be an option, right? Your only goal is to win the run when you're just playing it by yourself. Yeah, I guess we never, uh, Marsha. What was your favorite Pokemon game? We didn't. We never uh, heard from you. Oh. So before we oh. skip over. <laughs> Uh, what was what's your favorite Pokemon game? Um, so and this one, uh, kind of, I guess it was just the right time in my life for it. Um, but like, I kind of 
you know, I played Pokemon on my own for a long time. Um, but when I got to high school, I had friends that wanted to play. And that was when, like, Ruby and Sapphire were out. Um, but when we found out that Emerald was coming out, me and my, like, three friends who all played Pokemon pre-ordered Emerald. Um, and I just loved that game because they added on the Battle Frontier at the end, which was just, like, chef's kiss. That was so much fun. Because um, there was all these different challenges and stuff. I, I was just really into it. Um, and, you know, that one's a Game Boy Advance, so I guess I actually could stream that game, like, without much difficulty. Um, if, I don't know, stumbled upon accidentally having it where I could... You I know, mean, you can, it's like yeah, any of the games. You just need, <laughs> I was <laughs> the... gonna say you just need a, a a Game Boy Advanced add-on to the Pokemon to the GameCube. Very simple, and you plug that I into your. Yeah, so <laughs> streaming Pokemon for those who don't know, the difficulty isn't inherently within the games themselves. It's that streaming, uh, for most consoles, it's you get a capture card, which is it, which is an expense, but not like the worst expense, and it basically works for all your consoles. If you want to stream a DS yeah. or a Game Boy Advance or whatever, you need more specific capture cards, which are less easy to obtain. Uh, yeah, that yeah. comes down to the DS and the 3DS weren't meant to export uh, video from your handheld consoles, as opposed to all the other ones are. That's the challenge that rises. But there are people that make uh, that make them. They do. They buy old 3ds's and ds's and add the capture card, and then sell them on eBay. Just to, just huh. to let you guys know. Yeah, they, they That's work. Cool. Now to check that out. You know, but it's just. It's I think fun. I think Emerald would be fun though. Like even just to play it regularly, like no extra rules, just play the game. Because I haven't played that in years. Yeah. So. My thing with playing regularly, and this is an argument I have with Noctis, right? Because Noctis is not the biggest fan of randomizers. Uh, just <laughs> would both either you and or chat not get bored when you know exactly what's going to be in the game at like all times, ignoring speedrunners. Because I feel like someone's immediately going to counter me with speedruns is all about knowing the game. All right. Ignoring speedruns for normal players. I have an answer. I have an answer. All right. Is it on my side, Marsha? <laughs> it, like... it has if, been. It has been. If you agree with me, then you can speak. Otherwise, I will mute you, and we will find that argument invalid. <laughs> so, it has been. It has been over a decade since I played that game. I would not know what was coming at all, because it's been so long. Um. So I feel like I would be playing that with fresh eyes. Now, I don't know if my chat would love it, but you know what? They're just going to get what they're going to get sometimes because I'm <laughs> going to play what I want to. That's why I'm doing this. Otherwise, it would just be another job, and I already have one of those. I'm here to do what I love. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. That sounds like a point for me. I'll take I, it. I, I feel like I'm getting called out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing I'm what you love. You just love different me. things. <laughs> so my weird argument for that kind of and again this i i'm the unpopular opinion i already know that going in and that if i wasn't taking into account what the viewers wanted to see on terms of what i was playing i might as well be doing that off stream 
is my personal take. If it was like, all right, I'm going to play, you know, Fortnite. No, I'm not playing Fortnite. But let's just say, I was like, I want to play Fortnite, even if everyone doesn't like me to play Fortnite, I'm going to do it anyway. Why would I not do that in a separate corner with a new Switch account that no one's friend with, so I could hide from everybody? That's a that, but that's that gets into the idea of why you're streaming. If you're streaming only to make your chat happy, then obviously you should buy every new game when it comes out. You shouldn't play any games you prefer. Like that's, but that's like that's not why a lot of us stream. We're streaming because we have fun playing the game and we hope to like put ourselves out there and find other people that enjoy playing let's say Fortnite, which is a great example because unless you're 13 or a professional getting wins every game, <laughs> there's no point for I, you to stream I Fortnite. love how that's the binary choices. <laughs> when you're 14, you're not allowed to stream Fortnite. There's no point. You have to be exactly 13 <laughs> to stream Fortnite. This is like the old so, show Kids Next Door. I have... I have I have actually kind of, I guess this is about Wally's stream, but um, so like he's he's a big baseball person and yeah, most of what he does is like Pokemon or Zelda or Call of Duty, but um, MLB The Show came out and that's just like one of his passions. Um, and I've seen like a lot of people that otherwise would have been there for Pokemon, like talking about baseball because he's playing a baseball game. So sometimes it doesn't necessarily matter if it's like what they thought they wanted to watch, but like sometimes the community is still going to be there for it. And that was a very pleasant surprise too. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Cause, cause again, yeah, I played, I played baseball in like high school and college and everything like that. And like lately, because it's just been Pokemon and everything, like I, I kind of get, you know, the whole sports side of me gets neglected. So it was nice to have some people talk about baseball and, and, you know, I'll, I'll rattle off some baseball players and they're like, Oh yeah, I know that guy. Instead of people being like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, baseball. Gotcha. <laughs> it's just like that art. It's like, yeah. Yeah, baseball. You know, uh, Pokemon when? It was yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, on, on, Wally, I like uh, sports in general, but I cannot care about baseball. I've tried. I, I understand. It's, it's an acquired taste. It's one of those things you kind of had to grow up with to really appreciate. And, you know, because... I, I know it can be boring, you know, you're sitting there and, you know, there's not a lot of action, but that's why a lot of people drink when they're there. They get to enjoy See, it. I would, I would argue that's an important part of, like, your streamer's mental health. You play games that you really like. You can't just yeah. chase trends, play the popular games. Sometimes you need a game that you really like, and it just, it puts you in a better mood. Can you imagine would, if would, yeah. what, can you imagine if Wally just called out half of our viewing audience who's lit, like drinking and just chilling while listening to the podcast? <laughs> it's like there's not a lot of action about, happening on this stream. How about podcast. drinking while uh, on the pod podcast? Are you calling them out, Wally? Because I need to know for a friend. It's not for a friend. Absolutely not. I mean, we're in a lounge, so that's allowed. Yeah, Ooh, can, like can, can confirm. Right? And, and Wally's, uh, for anyone just watching the visuals here, Wally's head is covering the on-air sign. So we're not live. No one's watching us. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it.
Um, so, okay, I got a question. Have you guys ever done a shiny hunt? Either of you? I have not. I have watched shiny hunts, but I am not that much of a masochist. I can make an argument that if you're playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, it's not as bad. That's true. true. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, just so they added a couple, two ways to make shiny hunting easier. Um, one is if you, when you get, uh, after you kill a certain, like, I think it's like 500 is the cap uh, amount of Pokemon, then you can... Yeah, have an increased odds of catching a shiny, and also if you complete the Pokedex, which despite everyone's complaints on the internet is easier since they limited the amount of Pokemon in the game, you get a shiny charm, which it also increased the odds of getting a shiny. Uh, so technically it is easier in Pokemon Sword and Shield, if you're into but that. Isn't kind of it also easier in Pokemon uh, Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu? Isn't there something about how you can chain Pokemon together, and then when they pop up, they're like shiny in, like yeah, in yes overworld. and no, but yeah, yes if you combo them, that also increases the odds. But if you break your combo, that also resets your counter for how likely it is to get a shiny. But yeah, those just sets you, resets you back to 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 your standard one in eight thousand one hundred ninety six, right? So you're back to zero. Who cares? You, then you just go back to chaining Pokemon again. You and say that before do... when you spend 10 hours creating a 500 Bulbasaur combo and then you mess up and you have to start over. Yeah, but I've... I've I, the only shiny hunt I've ever done was I, I wanted to breed a shiny Rookity. And it took a while. It took like several thousand eggs. But I got it. And you know what? It was a lot of fun. I don't know if I would stream it. But that would be an interesting thing. But other people stream their shiny hunts, do they not? Yeah, and yeah. honestly, I, I was kind of hoping Wally or Marshall would be saying they were, they've streamed a shiny hunt. Because I honestly, this is not even bashing. I just genuinely want to know how you entertain your chat during a shiny hunt. Because at least to me, it is the most repetitive thing in the world. To the point that it might as well be just a just chatting. I don't know if they just treat like a just chatting. Or it like what what gameplay are they reacting to? Considering that every game for, for most yeah, every game can be just <laughs> for for most like for you know other things like you have some kind of gameplay interactive with shiny hunting. For the most part, it's you find a bridge and you bike back and forth for hours, and then you. So, <laughs> so one of the, the other streamers that's in the tournament that we've been in the monotype tournament. Um, uh, his name's uh, It's Slowbro. He was looking for a uh, shiny Absol. Did he finally find that, Wally? I believe so. And I think it he was just shy just of 7,000. Just shy of 7,000. Yeah. Encounters. Like, no big, no big. And he did most, I think, most if not all of that on stream. Um... I don't know how he entertains people. I sat there and watched it, but that was more out of, like, I don't know, schadenfreude? <laughs> <laughs> I was just there to watch the suffering, because he was, like, 6,000 in, and he was very tired. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, if you, like, I think if I was to do that, no, I don't want to do that, but if I was to do that, I would make it, the, like, this big event spectacle thing where, like, it would be, like, 
All right, I'm going to do this one time. I'm going to give myself this obscene amount of time to go to Shiny and like do or die. Because I don't think I can be like, all right, every week we're going to spend four hours each day hunting for a Shiny. Like that. There's a lot of streamers my brain. like that. Uh, I think Ray Navarez, the guy, he used to be on the Let's Play channel over at Rooster Teeth. When he left, I he was one of the first guys I actually watched on Twitch. And, like, once every third stream, he would just load up Pokemon and try and breed for a shiny. And there, I don't know, there is something kind of fascinating about watching someone do the same action hour after hour after hour. <laughs> it, it's a lot, but it, it, it was fun, to be honest. Because usually you have chat with you, all talking about getting excited when it actually happens. Every time an egg hatch... Like, everyone goes quiet because, is this the one? Is this the one? Usually not. <laughs> but when it actually happens, everyone loses their shit because it's, it's super, it's, like, it's, your excitement boils over finally in that moment with however many other people are in chat. It's exciting. It feels good, to be honest, to watch them actually get their shiny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't think I've ever actually been in a chat for any decent period of time, like committed to a shiny hunt and or been there when they actually got their shiny. So I literally have no idea what the experience. I've seen clips of people pulling a shiny, but that's not really the same thing. I was in somebody's chat um, a couple days ago and like they were talking to their child who was off screen when the shiny popped up and everyone was like, oh, my God. He doesn't know. It's very fun. <laughs> we clipped it. How about you, Wally? <laughs> what would it take to get you to, to do a shiny hunt? <laughs> uh, that's that's really tough. Uh, I guess maybe gosh, Adderall, something to make it so I can actually like focus on that one little <laughs> thing for just hours on end. No, no, but for, but for real. I don't know. Like, again, it's one of those things that's, for me, a little monotonous. And I don't know if I necessarily have my own, like, little banter I could do myself to kind of, you know, keep everyone entertained during the laggy types of the shiny hunt. So, I don't know. Someone would have to come to me with a really good idea and be like, hey, you know what? Or, hell, you know what? I'll sponsor your shiny hunt. There you go. That's what it'll take right there. So if someone wants to sponsor a shiny hunt, I got you covered. So one thing that has been suggested to me, um, and I think this is one of the few ways that I could do a shiny hunt and be sane, is to co-stream a shiny race where we're both trying to get, like, racing to get the same shiny. So, that, so at least, like, you could chat to the other streamer and there's some kind of competitive aspect like i could just imagine if i was racing you wally right and we're trying to get a shiny and i would totally troll the hell out of you and just get excited over <laughs> nothing <laughs> try to make you think at utter despair that i got the shiny i'm like ah no 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 yeah and then yeah and then there's going to be one time where you do get one you're going to react the same way and i'm like yeah yeah no it's not over i'm not i'm not that stupid or if you, <laughs> one of us gets the shiny and accidentally kills it or runs away, 
Oh uh, my gosh. I don't know if anyone's seen this. A uh, very popular Pokemon streamer, Smallant, uh, did a shiny only run of. What was it? I want to say it was Heart Gold or something like One of the early gens where literally every Pokemon that he used, including the starter, had to be shiny. Which means just to start the game, he has to get a shiny starter, just to keep it in mind. And there was this one time where he was rolling on the a static Pokemon, I think it was an Electrode, and he kept going on and on. I think it was like over 10 hours in, and then he finally got the shiny Electrode, and he was talking to chat and wasn't paying attention, and so he just killed it. And the chat <gasps> blew up, and so you had to get the shiny Electrode all over again. Oh, man. Oh, my heart. That's that would so be the rough. worst. But, like, I'm... I feel like if I was to co-stream with someone, uh, it would be bearable. Yeah, yeah, you would need at least somebody to talk to. So, Shiny Hunt, Tifei, co-stream win. Uh, when, someone <laughs> when someone wants to do it with me and we arrange it? And literally, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm happy to do that with any of you guys. If you guys like us, like, Noctis, if you want to say, hey, let's pop up our Pokemon, you know, Sword and Shield, because, you know, we're using legal copies of Pokemon to stream, right? Um, and <laughs> we're going to go ahead and, like, hunt for a shiny Wooloo, just for trivia's sake. You can't get shiny starters in that game without breeding. Uh, so if we yeah. wanted to race for a shiny Wooloo, like, you know, that, that could be entertaining. I have a shiny Wooloo. It was given to me by Stormy, one of the other mods on uh, Wally's channel. Uh, it's did, my black sheep. Did Stormy so get it through the event? Because I know there was an event recently with, like, a increased rate no, of getting no, no stormy is uh, is a shiny collector she she, she has, has more patience than we do or they yes. they, they even have a shiny lugia she does she calls it uh it's a ras strawberry right am i i hope strawberry, I'm yeah strawberry <laughs> strawberry is wally's nightmare Look, I learned how to take it out, okay? It just doesn't happen all the time. So, I, all right. <laughs> now, Noctis, let's say hypothetically, and, and I guess this goes for anyone. If you were to do a shiny hunt, again, let's just say Pokemon Sword and Shield, keeping it legal, right? Uh, okay. Would you use a shiny charm just to make both your lives easier? Or would you want to go, like, fresh account, so, uh, no, like, I'm, just I'm at maximum suffering? Charm. No, of course, you, you make it as... Because while getting a shiny isn't impossible, it does take quite a bit of time, and the shiny charm doesn't doesn't provide it overnight. <laughs> you could you could have a shiny charm and still hunt for it for a while before getting it. Yeah, definitely getting a shiny charm. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, well, just so well then then a requirement for anyone to do a shiny coast stream like that is well to have a shiny charm. Just to clear. Because not everyone might have a shiny charm. I don't know. Maybe yes, Wally I don't, I don't wants have the shiny charm. I don't have a complete Pokedex yet. Oh, well, what the hell? <laughs> I was gonna say, lucky for you, I have uh, I have both Pokemon Sword and Shield, so I have one version with a shiny charm in it, and I could easily restart the other game to go like a non-shiny charm. Uh, no, but the run. like when we got Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield, me and Vixen. Because we're married, we often like to buy. We each buy a copy of the of different version of the game, right? Makes so sense. we were playing it, and she completed her decks before me because I was working different hours, and I was distracted by Breath of the Wild. No, you can just say that <laughs> she's be better honest. than you. You know that that's also fair. She well, if she's listening, she can she can look read through the lines. 
Yes, Vixen, <laughs> you are better than me. Um, <laughs> but the point, like, I was trying to complete my decks when she bought us each a copy of uh, Pokemon, or not Pokemon, but uh, Stardew Valley. And she said she wanted to play it together. I said, no, not until I complete the decks. Unfortunately, before I completed the decks, we started playing Stardew Valley. Next thing you know, I did not give a shit about Pokemon until on stream, <laughs> I decided to do a run of Pokemon uh, right before the DLC came out. I reset my game because I'm not smart and I just played a version of hers on my account. Why would I do that? Nope. Reset my game <laughs> to, to get to the DLC. And now that's where my Pokedex is sitting at. It's whatever Pokemon I had after okay. beating both DLCs. Right? <laughs> well, if anyone, Shiny Charmer now, wants to hit me up for a, a Shiny getting competition, you know, that, that's that's about one of my only ways I'm actually willing to do that, because I I also, just a disclaimer, I don't have the DLC. I'm not doing your, I'm not doing do the domain runs to get your shiny legendaries or whatever, like, nope. The, the Dynamax raids. <laughs> that, yeah, see, I don't have the. I don't even. I care that little about the DLC. I saw. I saw the Diglett issue in the Isle of Armor, and I'm like, I officially do not care about Pokemon DLC anymore. <laughs> <laughs> see, I really liked the Diglett thing, but that's just because I think, as a child, I had a lot of like I Spy books and stuff. So that's just my jam. I'm like, yeah, let's find them all. I mean, so. I feel like it's one thing if you're looking at a static image trying to find a hundred diglets, and a vast different thing to run around a giant area looking I mean, for I'm doing tiny it for the, things. I'm doing it for the third time now, because I completed yeah. mine on the file that I lost, and I helped complete my husband's, because uh, we do the same thing Noctis was saying, where we each buy one of the games, but like... I think that the, the Diglets irritated him too much, so I went and found all the Diglets because I liked it. <laughs> well, And now I'm doing it a third time. Good on you. I Bigger patience than I do. And I talk to Wally. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You're so mean. I'm, like, mean. I'm amazed you didn't say my name, to be honest. <laughs> eh, dealing with Noctis is beyond patience. There it is. <laughs> So now, what are your th uh, what what are your thoughts like possibly doing a Pokemon speed run? I don't know if you've ever tried that, which is kind of I'm asking sort of on the implication of similar to what we talked before of being able to talk to chat, right? Because if you know if you're doing a speed run where you you literally are like seconds for, like seconds are important, right? Frames are important. And then you suddenly get it right, like, shut up! Don't read me! Go away! I'm ignoring all of you! I feel like a speed run, you would have to have a co-host that was running your chat for you. Like, that just seems like a better idea. But True. I have, um, I have a relative who, who well, sort of, my, my husband's cousin has done some speed runs of, like, the older games, but I don't think I could do that. I have really bad ADHD. And I will, like, my Pokemon character will be dissociating with me, and we're both staring at a wall. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I used to watch, this is before I got more into, uh, more seriously into Twitch, and where I basically exclusively watch people from the community now. I used to watch uh, Pulse Effects, who, friend does not know, is a 
uh, one of the world's top Pokemon speedrunners. And he was trying to get the record for Pokemon Fire Red, uh, which he ended up doing. But it got to the point, like, literally you would have entire streams where he wouldn't leave the laboratory because you, you, he'd refuse to leave if he did not get a certain set of IVs on his Squirtle. Which is just unreal. Can you imagine doing an entire speedrun stream where each run lasts less than five minutes? And you do that know, for the entire like stream? An, an Ironmon. Like, Ironmon is a, uh, it's a mod, we'll call it, for whatever game you want, where the it's just a whole lot harder. A lot of times you don't even make it outside of the out of the battle with your rival. You don't because you, when you start, you start with a level five Pokemon, but every one you face is one point five times your level. So your rival oh. starts with like a level eight. <laughs> a lot of times you don't even make it out of the laboratory. Is that what I did? Uh, for those who missed it. Uh, my very first Pokemon randomizer Nuzlocke. It was in Heart Gold, and I didn't realize I didn't really know about uh setting these things up at the time, and I ended up I think it was in da I downloaded uh an Iron Mod setting, and so the first gym leader had a level twenty one Palkia, and let's just say that, that I my run exactly. didn't yep. my run did not last Brock, past the yeah. first gym. <laughs> Because Brock, uh, his he has a level twelve Pokemon and a level fourteen Pokemon, so one point five times fourteen. Tifa, you're the math teacher. Tell us, is that level twenty one? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Good luck with that. But yeah, no, I, I like speedruns is definitely one of those things that I always found very interesting because it acquired. It's like it take. I generally for a lot of games get bored of it when I have it. Like, I know the game that in-depth, but speedrunning kind of justifies it, in a sense. So it's like, oh, well, you're getting so good at the game, actually put some challenge into it. Which I just find kind of interesting, because I get bored of a lot of Pokemon games playing, uh, like, I don't think I can play any Pokemon game naturally anymore. Like, you know, no, no s special rules, no modification, like, just pick up a Pokemon game and just play it, like, normally. I'm like, Eh. Easy. Hmm. <laughs> I don't have that problem. <laughs> yeah, I am like, I, not, this is I not like, a. I like regular old Pokemon. Some people definitely can. Marsha said she can, you know, she doesn't even remember Pokemon Emerald, so it can go into like, like fresh. I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe I, I just mean, did memorize too much. <laughs> so, well, and like, I've played more recently um omega ruby alpha sapphire but like they changed enough stuff in that story that like i still feel like going back to the old old game would be it'd be like playing a fresh game i guess the yeah. real question is like how much do you remember of a game when you're going into it because like even if like when i play at least when i play a game and enjoy it well enough i literally memorize everything so like I don't, when I go, um, if I'm going back to, like, an old Pokemon game, I know, like, enough the fact that it's trivial in terms of difficulty in order to win. Like, I know exactly what the gyms are and what Pokemon they have and what I can get where and what I need to, like, to beat it and stuff like that. And obviously, you're not really, unless you're, unless you're playing Pokemon Black, hashtag best story, uh, you can't, like, there isn't really 
too much new or challenging that isn't just like going through the motions kind of thing. If that makes I, any sense. Right. So I you, have you remember like you remember all of Pokemon uh red and blue then, Tve? I gotta ask this. Uh could you name all eight badges for me? I'm just curious. <laughs> name all eight badges? Yes, uh, eight, name the eight badges. Probably not. Like my, I can try. Point there is if you like that seems like an important note to remember. No, because, you, you can't no, remember you don't. that. You don't have to know the names you, of the badges. How do you claim to... that you know what the Pokemon games are gonna be like? Because no, no, I know normal. exactly what the I know what the Pokemon types are. I'd say in terms of beating the game, like it's not like I have every item memorized. You know what store has like this item, this item, this item, these prices. Saying yeah, I know I'm enough not that, that I. Could... I'm asking the eight badges. Can you name all eight gym leaders? I can give you the gym leaders and their types. Yes, I don't know the names of the badges. I that's I'm just I'm just saying it seems like something you would remember if you're that familiar with the game. I think that's why so many people play them normally because it's still fun to watch someone, especially like let's say Wally or Varsha over here, who aren't speaking up for some reason as we yell at each other. This is just I, I love this. <laughs> Let's say, like, they haven't played uh, Gen 4, for for example. I've never played Gen 4. It would be new for me, and I no, think Chad would enjoy joining me. No, 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 no. If you, exactly. play it, you haven't played it, that's not my argument. Okay, <laughs> well, I see, I've played Gen 3. I literally could not name any of the gym leaders from Gen 3. But or Gen 5, which is my favorite tell me generation. What the Pokemon are. I don't care if you know the what the gym leader's name on is not important. You can it is because you why? said that's that's the important part. No, you know beating the, the gate is the important is part. In there. I know the gym. I even if I don't know that Morty's name is Morty from Gen Two, I know he's a ghost Pokemon and I know how to beat ghost Pokemon. I don't have to know his name or the name of the badge in order to beat him. But then that's the pro then your problem extends to Pokemon in general, not just playing a game on new. A randomizer doesn't suddenly fix the fact that ghost type Pokemon cannot be hit by normal or fighting no. type moves. But my that's in every that's every game. Yes, the problem is you can't plan for it. So my general problem with a lot this is a lot of RPGs in general, is when it is a very turn-based RPGs. Right where you have every thing is based off stats and levels. You can plan out and determine if you're going to win before you go into it. It's like grinding for the league. It's like, all right, okay. I know the league has these levels, and I know they're gonna be this Pokemon with the strongest Pokemon. Like, let's say first gen is going to be a, you know, a Dragonite with Lance, and I know if I have these Pokemon, I'm going to win. Like, I yeah, don't but, like okay, going I, in I, go, I knowing have a, to win. Okay, go ahead, Marcia. I have an add-on there, because um, I can kind of see what Tfei's saying. So, um, like, I'm a huge Stardew Valley person. Um, oh, and, you're right? agreeing with Tfei? Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 just a tiny, just a tiny little bit. Well, not this. What I have to say is, uh, okay, go ahead, Marcia. So, <laughs> go ahead, So, Marcia. I recently finally convinced Wally to, to get Stardew Valley so I could show him what Yay. the game is like. But, like, I realized in trying to tell him what was going on, like, my brain's already on. We need these things for the bundles. He doesn't even know what a freaking bundle is exactly. yet. And I've, like, already planned out our whole spring. So, 
Like, I, I can see, like, having something different in some games could definitely, like, improve things. Like, I definitely randomize the bundles when I'm replaying Oh, now. my gosh, yes. It's, like, that's, whoa, whoa, whoa. like, the okay. best feature. So, Marcia, when I... was the last time you played Stardew, and how many times have you played Stardew? <laughs> that's that's my point. That's, like, that's a little like, lot. Do you know how long it's been since I've played Pokemon Sapphire? Well, I'm not, like, I played I'm not Alpha Sapphire. I couldn't Pokemon, tell you the Elite Four from Gen 3. Noctis, I wasn't saying it about Pokemon, though. Because Pokemon, you're always going to have a little bit different. You could, and you don't have to make a whole different set of rules. You could just be like, okay, I usually get the grass type. I'm going to get the fire type this time. Bam. You changed your whole game. Because you're going to have different strategies based around protecting your starter, you know? So I, I feel like there's a lot more wiggle room with Pokemon. Um, and I have a terrible memory. So if I go back to anything... <laughs> It's no, that, so, was, that was our that was our oh. argument that uh, Tifei's argument is that if you know what the Elite Four is, you can go into it. But my point is, uh, for Pokemon Red, yes, I know the Elite Four by heart. But Gen Three, which was an, one of my favorites, and Gen Five, my favorite Gen, I could not tell you the Elite Four for Gen Five. I would build my team around trying to be ready for anything that came at me. And I would have to go into the Elite Four blind because I don't know what they are. See, but that's good for you. But for most people, they know what they're up against. All right, Marsha, we're doing Marsha <laughs> Wally. We're doing the Elite Four test. All right, Gen One. <laughs> okay. One of my favorites, Lorelai. Ooh, I the love ice Lorelei. Yes, she she has the hot librarian energy. That um, I I will agree with you on that one. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what the podcast agrees on. Lorelai's on. <laughs> it's the Lorelai's best, right? <laughs> but yeah, there's there's Lorelai, Bruno, Agatha, and Lance. Just Lance, and then you fight yeah. Blue, Blue, or Gary, Gary yeah. depending on. Which hat. I think we all named him something like that. It's, that's fair. <laughs> Rude name. I'm pretty Just sure I named I named my starter trainer um, Lugia, and I named the rival starter Wally. That that's definitely the <laughs> name for my player. <laughs> that's how you lose. <laughs> you know, you know, if we wouldn't have done the randomizer, I wouldn't have had to kill Lugia. So, uh, so basically, oh, randomizers. Uh, here we go. You so wouldn't have had Luke we yet, have so. a great meme because of randomizers. So True. one good thing to come out of randomizers. Okay, cool. Uh, how long has Pokemon been out since '95 in Japan, '96 in US? Cool. All right, all right. Hold on. All right, it, it's we we knew it was always going to come down to this as soon as we knew that we we're going to talk about Pokemon. All right. And I gonna, let's ask Wally and Marsha first because I'm sure that people have heard me and Noctis argue about this. So many times. <laughs> Are you guys pro or against randomizers on average? For myself, I probably won't play one, but I think it's fun to watch. So, okay. How about you? I would play one. I, I've actually been thinking about it since we did the tag lock, just for the, you know, just for the heck of it. You're kind of doing something with like leaf green like that, but obviously a, you know, a different, you know randomizer but I, i've been thinking about it it's it won't take too much to convince me but possibly down the line 
Okay, so here's... Okay, we'll ask the second part of that question. Do you think a randomizer makes the game easier? I'm curious for each of you guys. It could, but again, it's random, so you've just got to trust in the heart of the cards there. I mean, theoretically, yes. I only say that because... Okay, like for instance, uh, TK, TK1904, who's one of, uh, who's the streams as well as one of, you know, my mods and everything. Um, he actually did a Pokemon Yellow randomizer and has been posting it on YouTube. And his starter Pokemon was Mewtwo. And it's like, yeah, okay, it's going to be a little easier instead of a, you know, instead of a Bulbasaur going into a Venusaur, you have a Mewtwo for the entire, the entire game. But at the same time, you're right. If if the cards fall the other way and you end up getting a Weedle and your rival ends up getting the Mewtwo, like yeah, no, that's gonna be a lot a lot more difficult. It definitely it definitely adds uh, an element of surprise. Yeah. And suddenly we have people doing the math on the statistics and getting a good Pokemon versus a bad Pokemon on your starter. If we're gonna define that as does it make your run easier? Yeah, yeah, but I... it's not just your starter. It's every Pokemon you encounter along the way. It's Lance is a lot fucking easier when he doesn't have three Dragonites. He has a Magikarp, a Lopunny, and a couple <laughs> other easy Pokemon. It changes the game, it, like, unbelievably. And I can argue that if I know he has three Dragonites, I just pick up a Lapras that they give to you for That's free. That's you know... That Lance is the trainer. Let's say you're doing a randomizer of Gen 5. Do you know the Elite Four of Gen 5, uh, Tifei? You do not. I'm going to answer that because your uh, computer couldn't run Gen 5. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know you're... I, you're <laughs> Me and Tifei uh, tried to do a uh, co-stream where we raced in a randomized version of Pokemon Black slash White. And he, uh, save files was not working for one of us. <laughs> but that's my point. You can't just go into Pokemon Black and White and say, I know what Gen, I know what the Elite Four has. If you look it up, then yes, you do, but not off the top of your head. Like each gym leader, they give you that advantage, but the Elite Four and the Champion, they do not. You don't know what you're facing until you're in there. And when you do a randomizer, you're taking the challenge out of the Elite Four and the Champion. The Champion no longer has the best, most balanced team that they're going to give to a CPU. Okay, first it's of all, first be, of all, I... You got a Magby. Oh, wow. Shocker, I could, that's hard All right, beat. first, you want to say best? Sure, through Dragonite being the best? Sure. You want to say balanced? That is a completely oh. different argument. I will definitely argue that having all of one type is by definition not balanced. <laughs> That's just the Elite Four, not the champion. I'm just Gr saying. Uh, also, you can turn on a feature of randomizers that every Pokemon past a certain level is fully evolved. So it actually, every trainer in the League Four will basically be the equivalent of the champion. But did you? Hmm. No, you didn't. No one does. Because you go into the Elite Four, and you know what's really funny? Watching Lance say, go Lugia. You beat the Lugia. Go Elekid. Now you have to beat an Elegant. Oh, that's really hard. Oh, go smooch him. Because random means you're going to get one out of however many Pokemon there are. And a lot of Pokemon out there are not strong. <laughs> go Jigglypuff. Yeah. And at least for me, I would rather 
have uh, the potential. I would rather sacrifice the potential of a harder challenge not knowing what I'm going to face and actually have it. If it's easier, at least I didn't know going in rather than know that I'm going to win going into the battle. So I just had a thought as you as you're saying that, like, that's 100% why I like opening packs of Pokemon cards instead of just getting what I like specific one I want. Yeah, that's right. actually a perfect example. Trading card does not does not count. Uh, Marsha, we've went over this. What? If you do not agree with my points, I will have to mute you. Please don't. I'm just I saying like that you. there's room for both things. <laughs> there definitely is. I've done randomizers. I don't know why. All right. Yeah. No I one's. Want to die on this no way. one's. Even I, me and Noctis are not saying you know one or the other is absolutely true, but you know. We're gonna argue about it. <laughs> I mean, are we yeah. going to say that you know who is the better mod? You know, Wally or Marsha? It's obviously Marsha. All right, but we're still gonna no, we're not gonna discuss it. Marsha's obviously the better mod. Wally's just I'm like sitting there nodding his head. <laughs> yeah, is Wally a mod? He's a mod on my channel, but he never shows up for work. I See? Am? Oh. <laughs> God, you complained. You complained that Stormy and TK were mods and you weren't. So yeah, I made well, you a mod and well, you literally shit, you haven't to do that. Well, you should have told you didn't tell me that you actually did it. I just complained. I did. I did. Uh, I told well, you. I was like, well, guess what? You are now. But did well, you send him uh did you send him, you know, his WD forty or something like that? You know, to like, make sure he signs up for his taxes forms and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, be I better yeah. get a, I better get a 1099 from you. Give me yeah. a, uh, yeah, no, I, well, well, yeah. you know, yeah, no, I, I don't have a comeback to that, but because I, I don't pay you, so. Yeah. But, I, uh, yeah, wait, no, that wouldn't work out in my favor. I was going to say, oh, what if we paid each other the same? But no, I know I, I stream more than you do because you're exactly you know, you're a teacher <laughs> and you have, a, you know, a more stressful less and important time. job. I have less free time. <laughs> yes. That's all it is. <laughs> Lazy bum. You're spending all summer doing nothing. I'm sure no, oh, my God. All right, don't trigger me, all right? That's like, <laughs> I've had so many this it's like for teachers that's like one of our a universal trigger all right when they hear you, you don't do something you don't do anything I, in the summer your job is easy and every I, I knew exactly what was triggered and every teacher uh, suddenly wants to punch wally in the face <laughs> nah, god damn me i'm not the one that said it <laughs> I do intend to stream more now that, you know, summer's right around the corner. I'm going to give myself a tiny break next week, but um, by the end of next week, I'm hoping to have, like, a real schedule again. Because um, it just, it, it wasn't super sustainable for me um, for a while there uh, to, to work, you know, about nine hours, come home and then work another few. I couldn't do that every day. But now oh, I'll that, only have yeah. one job during the summer so that'll be good it'll be streaming so, the question for you is do we want to formally announce we're no longer going to be talking about prepared questions and go to our free-for-all and open questions to the chat 
I mean, I, I think the free-for-all started as soon as I hit start recording with this particular episode. But yeah, if anyone, uh, in, the so <laughs> anyone in the chat wants to, uh, in the live chat, has any questions for either us, Wally Marsha, if you have a uh, controversial topic, like, you, you know, that you want to bring up for us to discuss. Like randomizers um, or teachers being lazy in the summertime. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> uh, but, well, so while we wait for live chat to catch up, <laughs> you did, up, Marcia, entirely. <laughs> uh, here's just an interesting pseudo controversial topic, where you know Pokemon. I guess it's a bit stranger considering, especially with the current state of the TCG. Is Pokemon? Let's just say TCG to be more specific. Is that is that being designed these days for adults or for kids? Now hear me out, right? And you get a bit more extreme on this, but. If you look at the rules, at least me as a kid, none of us knew how to play Pokemon. Because especially, and especially if you look at Pokemon now, it is a pretty complicated game. To the point that I remember the first and last time I watched Pokemon TCG World Championships, I watched the most ridiculous thing between a giant, like a giant 40 plus year old man facing off against a tiny child. And just watching the guy just raffle stop him beyond all reason. <laughs> I was like, what is this? He's like, oh, yeah, I play my guard for which does this, this, this. I was like, man, like, again, I still don't know the rules. But, you know. So, I, I, have, I have an answer for you there just because, like, nature of the thing is I'm a teacher and I like Pokemon. So that's, like, number one thing that kids latch on to because they'll see, like, my lanyard that my badge is on is a Pokemon lanyard. So, like, they're like, oh, you like Pokemon. That's all I'm going to talk to you about for six months. Um, Can we ask what uh, Pokemon are on the lanyard? I'm, a I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, it is, um, the, the one I have right now um, is, like, the original uh, starters and Pikachu. So, that's, Charmander, that's Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Pikachu. Uh, yes, the non-controversial picks to universally get people to like it. One with the Alolan starters that less I more controversial. <laughs> that's but very you know that round owl is pretty cute. So oh, and that's that's a, that's what the that's the only that's the only reason why it's controversial and not just yeah. bad. <laughs> so so the um but the thing is like a lot of a lot of kids get the cards as like you know this is like card collecting. They are not playing the game. They're buying a booster pack. They don't have enough to build a full deck. Um, and if they do think that they're battling, they're just comparing cards. Um, but I do make a point um, every year. The kids that are really interested in learning how to play, I have the TCG online on my personal laptop and on a tablet. Or not on a tablet anymore. But um, anyway, I, I'll let them play that like during lunch or something so they can see how the rules really work. It's not that hard to learn the rules. It's just hard to learn if there's no one to teach you. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, unless you have a local league and parents willing to drive you there, it's the online game or nothing, man. So, no, no, Wally, you, you go first. I was just going to, and that's, that's why like back in the day, um, the, and I guess that's what the trading card game online is now, but the old, uh, what was it for Game Boy Color? The uh, Pokemon trading card game video game. Oh, I loved that game. I, I love that game too. That was one of my favorite games to play. And it's one of those games that like my best friend and I still like talk about now. But like that helped like teach me 
so much because you're right. I was trying to learn on my own, reading the rules and all that, but until you actually hop in and play with someone who, you know, is going to tell you what you can and can't do, like, you don't necessarily know all the rules. That's why there are so many different variations of games like like Uno or, you know, things like that, where it's like people don't read all the rules and they want to, you know, put their little rules in too. And Homebrew it. Yeah, exactly. So... But, um, but I do think it, it is a little more geared towards a, adults or more of a, I should say, a complex... Um, Still. a complex mind just because of all the additional rules and like the tag team that got introduced, the mega evolutions from XY, uh, the GX moves, the V moves, the V max, like there's so much to think about now. And so many extra rules that like, if you don't immerse yourself in it, like, yeah, that was, learning. that was sort of my follow-up point, right? So like the rules themselves, basic, easy to teach kids. Great. Right. Now, let's ignore the fact that a lot of the times, if you're not able to spend a ton of money on collecting cards, it's impossible to build any kind of remotely competitive physical deck that you can go to a tournament and have fun. Let's ignore that for a second. There are so many rules that are not in the basic rule book, as Wally said, between all the different types of cards, their interactions, and all that stuff, that for a lot of TCGs, not even just Pokemon, don't get me started on Yu-Gi-Oh!, that they basically have made the game complex that I would argue it's an adult game where the thematic is for children, but the way the games themselves are actually structured is more targeting adults because the adults want that more complex competitive gameplay to make it more interesting. Now, I, I'm going to come in with a rebuttal there because I was part of a local Pokemon League um, for a couple of years um, when I was living like uh, in an apartment we were right by a card shop that had every Tuesday night, they would have Pokemon league. And I would say we were like my husband and I, my now husband, uh, he was my boyfriend at the time. We were like two of maybe four adults that would show up. Like all the rest was kids and they were really good at it. Like they could hold their own against us because they would put in the time and the research and they were really obsessed with Pokemon. It's just a matter of, like, having a parent to take you to a league so that you can learn how to be good. It's just like if you were in sports. You can play, you know, basketball with a hoop in your driveway, and you're not going to learn as well as you would learn on a team. No, no. So I agree. I'm, I'm agreeing with your point in terms of the learning. My question is, the way the game, like, how do you, uh, what is your thoughts on, like, the basic, the basic power creep and complexity of the game that is so complex it's very hard easier. to get it really you think it's easier some of well okay there was there was like some rules that were very um complicated at least around like when we were in xy uh roaring skies there was a lot of like mill decks going around where you like basically ran through your whole deck in your first turn and like the other person's just sitting there watching you like deck out basically and that was very complicated for kids. Now I feel like there's a little bit more offensive base decks um, that are in the meta. So it, I feel like it changes every time they, you know, rotate sets out. But right now I feel like it's, I feel like it's pretty good. Oh. Okay. And for anyone who doesn't understand uh, some of the terminology here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, uh, meta, let's go over that, is 
that because that's the most core term used for any kind of competitive game um meta generally refers to the universally i say loosely agreed upon strategies on the best way to play so you can make just simple example if you're going to play monopoly the meta is always buy whatever properties you can as fast as possible it does not matter Fair what right. they are right and then it's like so that's the meta right now first monopoly is basically always monopoly until you buy some weird fancy version but for trading card games the meta will change because you introduce new cards which allow new abilities and strategies and stuff like that and rotate out the old as well which changes it up as well because like you might have um like a lot of strategies that depend on a certain trainer card and once that trainer card's been rotated out everybody got to learn something new so i kind of like it Unless you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And not technically the topic, no, but Yu-Gi-Oh! does not, not rotate cards. No. Which, oh there. my gosh. No. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! is not a game of skill. I, I, I could, uh, it, there's a weird argument there not for a lot of TCGs <laughs> where sk skill in playing versus skill in building the deck. Right? Where some games are about skill and ex you have your deck and you it's all about executing or whatever, versus other games like let's say Yu-Gi-Oh! I will I'll speak very briefly on I feel like the skill in Yu-Gi-Oh! comes more from building the deck, assuming you're not just looking online and looking up meta decks. Because considering that whenever you add more cards to the pool, all that does is just increase the amount of options you have. And yeah. so that may so there's an actual real skill to that with something with a like more normal uh tcgs when you rotate out cards you have a set amount of options to do so there's not as many options there isn't as much skill in building the deck and there's a lot more skill in um playing the deck jeez i cannot talk um live chat uh one sec what do you mean living card games versus tcgs if you don't mind clarifying uh but that yeah marcia respond no, I was well. I was gonna say, like Tim, I thought the way modern TCGs are explained was explained to me because I stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh um, before. Uh, God, it got was complicated. It, GX came out. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, well, yeah. Before GX came out, like so. When that's how long ago Yu-Gi-Oh was for me. Like the way modern Yu-Gi-Oh and modern TCGs is, you have a certain like like set of cards you need to win. So most of the time, it's whoever draws the most cards is get they're the faster to get to that like set winning strategy. Uh yeah. So that is the that's very that's drawing cards is the most basic way a game will be broken or unfun. Is basically how easily can one type of deck draw cards versus the other. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was talking about with um like the when we were back um in xy series um there was a, a card and honestly if you tried to buy the card by itself it was about 60 70 bucks um just for the one shaman ex but if you had that shaman ex you could do anything you could run through your whole deck till you find the right card it was a beautiful strategy but you had to have like four of them for a recent like a, a decently competitive deck and then you're running you know over 200 bucks and you haven't even built the rest of the deck i play pot of greed which lets me draw three <laughs> cards i play pot of greed that's which also literally lets me draw three all right first of all it makes you draw two cards all right second of all that card's I like one of the most banned cards again 
But question for, from the uh, chat. Uh, I know it's in, all right? I'm referencing a meme, damn it. All right? <laughs> question from the chat, I which is actually uh, an interesting counterpoint to what we're discussing right now. Uh, how do you feel about live uh, LCGs, um, which are based living card games, where basically the idea of purchasing booster packs to get certain cards in the set is actually removed, and you literally just buy the whole set, and basically, so everyone has exactly the same cards no matter what right so basically it's you just all it's all about building? it's all about deck building and execution at that point huh hmm that I sounds think... like a fun challenge yeah yeah i th i think that would actually be man that's that's so tough that that would be fun though in a way that's kind of like so, I don't know. One of them's one of them's. Hey, how much money do you have to be able to buy these cards? And the other one's like, Hey, how much skill do you have to be able to build the best deck? Yeah. So my initial yeah, thoughts like on Magic this. the Gathering. Is Magic how the Gathering. Yeah. Well, that's every TCG. That's not every TCG by nature is how much money do you have? Um, because you yeah. might need certain. Almost always, the best decks require expensive cards. That's why the cards are expensive. Now, my argument against uh, LCG Living Card uh, where you have all the cards, and keep in mind, I have not played one before. For anyone listening, take that with a grain of salt as I give my point, and that the game better be stupidly well-balanced because internet exists, and this is sort of the problem a lot of people have with a lot of TCGs um, that aren't as complex as Match of the Gathering. Match of the Gathering has this weird anomaly where the game's so complex, it's kind of it's sort of avoids yeah. this issue. It's special. It's special. <laughs> uh, We're not where gonna discuss that. you can look up what the best decks are, and then that and remove the deck building aspect. So if you're having, a, if you have a set, of, everyone has exactly the set cards. If there is a best deck, the game's done. Like it's boring as hell. Now the re like the reason why people like TCGs is you're you're trying to make the best deck with a limited card pool. Which ironically is countered by people throwing money at the wall. Which is why I don't like playing TCGs anymore. Yeah. I like the collecting aspect a lot um, with TCGs. Um, and I do like playing the game, but I also have been collecting for a really long time. So, I mean, for like, if I'm online, if I play the online game, you can play the um, expanded, which. Pretty much every card that's ever been printed is available. Like, you can you can make a deck with something that came out during base set and something that came out during black and white and, like, have these insane decks. And there's only a few cards they've really banned because they're broken. But, um, but I also know, like, if you were coming into that fresh, that wouldn't be a fun thing to be a part of at all. Yeah. So. I mean, if you have, like, things where you have access to all the cards is definitely, like, great. But again, it really is a newcomer versus veteran kind of thing. I mean, if you were playing, like, let's say Metro the Gathering Online, which is a very popular online game, right? Where you can play, mm -hmm. access a whole lot of decks and all those cards. If you're a new player and you go into that and you say, oh, all right, here's 200 packs. And you go, great. And then you look at these cards and you're like, okay, there's like 10, like, keywords here and i don't know what it's like 
I don't know where to start. Like, oh, here's mana. Oh, oh, why does the mana have 15 keywords? And it's like, oh, oh gosh. Yeah, and those keywords are an interesting thing that Magic has that I don't really. I feel like they they don't do as well in other card games. Um, just like those key actions and stuff that make the whole rule set more complicated, but simplified. I mean, it's I basically know. we want to take a lot of text, but not be Yu-Gi-Oh and or a lot of fancy Pokemon cards and just fill up the card with text. So introduce keywords that if you don't know, you can just look it up and it shortens yeah. what the card is, like what's on yeah. the card. So one thing that I like about I a lot great. of um, old Pokemon cards and a lot of Magic the Gathering cards uh, is that they simplify visually what you're looking at when you're looking at the card, which is very nice. Uh, again, there's I know there's p certain Pokemon and there's certain Magic the Gathering cards that have eight paragraphs of text because they do like 15 things. I'm ignoring those. They're outliers. Get your rare cards <laughs> out of my face. Yeah. I, I I agree. Um, I think that honestly, like to to kind of circle back to that um, original question, I think that there's definitely a place for younger players. Um, it's just something that's gonna take a little bit more practice. Um, they're gonna have to 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 have people to play against and stuff like that, whether it's online or in person. It just doesn't, you know, it's not a game you're gonna learn on your own. Or not this. You get the drinking card game online. I'll play with you because I I do play. I I have a lot of I I don't have a whole lot of time. I'm not gonna spend it learning how to play a trading card game. Okay, I, I'll I'll throw that shade out there. Like right. I have so many things I'd rather do. <laughs> I mean that's just sort of, I guess my one of my points like. A lot of other types of video games, even let's just say Pokemon games, like not the TCG, the actual Pokemon games, right? New Pokemon game comes out, ignoring the Legend of Arceus, which is kind of breaking my point, that you generally know how to play going in, right? So even if you, you don't have time to learn, you know, if you're not like, I don't have time to learn how to learn, play the Pokemon TCG. If I say, well, here's a new Pokemon game, you go, oh, well, I definitely have time to learn how to play a new Pokemon game. There's about like two new rules. Let's just learn what types they added and attacks and all that stuff. And Dynamaxing this time. And know? that, you know, what whatever the new whatever the new mechanic is. But it's usually very quick. And I think it's kind of I guess you could say ironic how different it is to learn the video games versus the TCG. Given that they're both the video games Pokemon. Are fun. <laughs> all right, well I'm I'm not gonna start arguing fun because then I'm gonna start triggering everyone in the comments. <laughs> Comments or Wally and Marsha? Either or. <laughs> I mean, I might throw uh, I, hands, but okay. I'm far away from Okay, all, before so. you throw hands, let me say my most uh, controversial thing yet that you guys will love. When I seen Pokemon TCG, the Game Boy game, I could not help but think, who the hell is this for? If you want to play the trading card game, go play it. Why on earth would you want to play a video game version of the trading card game? I, I can, I, like, I can I, answer I, your question. I Whoa, it. yeah, I can no, easily I can answer, answer that too. Question. But Marsha, you go ahead. Let's see if we have the same answer. I can answer your question. <laughs> that game cost a set amount of money, and I got all the cards in it. 
If uh, I wanted to okay. play real then why not just play the Pokemon game? Why because not better version people want all right so people first of all my response was give people without friends uh that's who yeah, <laughs> that's, that's who a game was made for you don't need friends to play the original version shut no, up no no for the tcg noctis the tcg you're saying who did, who's the tcg video game made for that game was made for people without friends so they could play the tcg and by themselves Right, and okay, kids then I, I'll money. throw even more shade. Maybe you'd have more friends if you wanted to play the actual games instead of the TCG on the Game Boy. No, Who I wouldn't have. All right, some people, cough, cough, definitely not me, lived in very secluded uh, states like Wyoming, where you do not have friends <laughs> no matter how popular a game you're playing. Listen, and, and, and not, I was born in Wyoming. The, the state has at least ten people. All right. If you both have Game Boys, then you wish for Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow for your for your birthday. You don't go for the TCG, the Game Boy game. You like that's so boring. Well, well let oh, hold on. Let me let me put it to you this way though, because I, I mean, not that not that you play like World of Warcraft or anything like that, but it's the same thing. It, it's that's like saying. Oh well, why would you go play Hearthstone when you could just go play World of Warcraft? I would it's argue the same... that too. Okay, well, okay, well, that's fair then. But, but right. regardless, like that's just like okay. it's just a different. It's a, it's the same game, different vehicle. Now, so let, it makes let me. It a little let, all right, I want to piss off people in the chat because everyone else is doing it. All right, all right. I'm gonna say that playing Mega Man Battle Network is a thousand times better than playing actual Mega Man. All right. Now come at me, everybody. Oh no, <laughs> Wally! <laughs> look. Oh shit! That, that look had a lot of had a lot of subjects there. <laughs> look, I I will live and die on this hill forever. Mega Man X. I don't care what what version or type of game Mega Man game that you could ever come up with Mega Man X is always going to be the best Mega Man game period I don't care what they come out with what they have come out with in the past nothing is going to beat that game I will actually agree that Mega Man X is pretty damn great and I've watched Eagle Raptor do his review on that game so many times (laughs) (laughs) hashtag running on card but so my general thing is kind of relating to our discussion on Pokemon in that uh, and live chats asking about Mega Man Zero, which is literally my about to be my point that those games are so, so hard to get into if you have not uh, if you do not have a background in playing those games or and or huge learning curve. Right. And. Things like Pokemon, uh, Mega Man Battle Network is a nice middle ground that you can ease into it and you don't feel like you're trying to kill yourself until you're good. I could argue that Mega Man games, ignoring things like X, which honestly does a great job of easing you into the series, uh, most Mega Man games, and like Mega Man Zero, great game by the way, is basically like the Dark Souls of side-scrollers. It's like, once you know how to play the game, it's super fun and super great. But the giant wall of skill in front of you is so obscene. It's like if you play Battle Kid. Sorry, I don't know what Battle Kid is. 
you need to look up Battle Kid because that's the Dark Souls of side scrollers. I mean, I'm that sure I'm sure game. there's many, many. I could argue that you know the old plat like Disney Lion King platformer is borderline Dark Souls of plat you know side scrollers. You know, <laughs> I, I you like you could say, oh, you know, oh, I want to be the guy, I want to be the boss. All right, not my point. <laughs> All right. I just generally have a lot of issues with uh, games that have a stupid high learning curve right away, and there's no way of getting around it. And I, I know Dark Souls has one, but I can at least argue that with Dark Souls, you can grind your levels, and you can get through that way. Like, I remember my first Dark Souls game, I literally grinded an entire afternoon just to get some levels so I can make progress in that game, and then I got good. And I've played Mega Man games, and I've tried, and, you know, I've, be I've beaten a couple, but, like, there's no way to get past a lack of skill in those games. And things like that just always infuriate me. You know, it's kind of like TCGs where, like, if you have a worse, if you have a bad deck, you're never in a million years going to beat someone with a meta deck. It does not matter how good you are at the game. Hmm. Oh, sorry, I, I'm waking up now. Are we still talking about trading card games? No, we actually <laughs> talk about Mega Man. <laughs> oh, Mega Man. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds kind of familiar. Also, <laughs> pseudo hot take, as we are already uh, an hour and 50 minutes into this podcast. We never actually came uh -oh. up with a pop band name, and Noctis, you haven't come, thus, you have not come up with a logo. And I, I feel like people in the Discord wait for that. All right. Uh, give me a pop. Give me a pop band name, and I'll and I will come up with a with a album cover or a logo to put in the Discord. Just All right. Also, for on. anyone confused, whether it be our live guests or anyone in the live chat, uh, just listening. So every episode, except episode three, I'm sorry I forgot. All right. We started a weird meme where, depending on who the guests are and the topic of conversation, we come up with a pop band name. So if we were to all be in a pop band, what our name would be. And then Noctis actually on the spot makes up a logo or album cover or whatever for his said name. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like it needs to have Lugia in it. It, it needs to have Lugia? All right. Um, geez, I'm trying to cut. Wait, did you say Lugia? <laughs> Marsha Lugia? said Lu Lugia. Lugia. Oh, uh, I, it sounded like you said Lugia. And I'm like, like uh, what? Okay, we okay. need to talk about that. <laughs> you know what? Um, so it could be. Is, all right. Is, so, yeah. So I'm going to rip off your idea now. All right. So it's going to be TCG the Cool Guys. All right. But we're going to have a specific album. All right. Wrath of Lugia. All right. And it's just going to basically. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be the album. All right. And then the, the band name can be the TCG. All right, all right, okay. okay. All right, get, get on that as as we go back uh -huh. to, but just as we go, just go back to ranting. All right, because endless rants. Well, also I, I maintain the the trading <laughs> card game. It just, I like I collected the the cards growing up. I I enjoyed the hell out of them, but I never I never learned how to play the game. Why would I learn how to play the trading card game? When the real games are right there, they're so much funner. I mean, that's some people just actually just really enjoy games with like card games with like decks and stuff like that. That's just, a, you know, some people like turn based games, some people just like decks and they like 
you know, to compete with decks, and they're like drawing your cards and coming up with combos. I, so hard I, the cards. I'm just gonna say, like, I might be a little bit biased because I've literally been reorganizing all my Pokemon cards, like all of them, from when I was, you know, eight years old until now. Um, so my desk is literally covered completely covered in pokemon cards right now while i am talking <laughs> i can get to, i can get to my mouse but i can't move it that far because there's a stack of cards next to it i'm gonna have to take a picture and send it to you so i guess uh interesting all right so for wally and marcia because i know both of you actually have like trading cards you know not in the back of your closet all right would you or have you ever sold pokemon cards for money i have I have. There was a few cards that I got um, during. Uh, I don't remember which set it was, but um, there was there was a couple of like very valuable cards that I was not going to use competitively. I needed competitive cards that did cost a lot of money, so I sold them online. But so you so you played the TCG in in IRL in real life. Wait, yeah, you yeah, just picked up on that. <laughs> Was part of a local league, man. I have a special Pokeball charm uh, that I won. It was like the, the oh. prize. For See, Mar Marsha's now leagues. flexing on all of us. Yes. All right, what about I you, Wally? Small you, children. You, 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 you ever sell Pokemon cards to pay for the stick you used to beat down Lugia with? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, because you know what? I got that stick out in the wild. Thank you very much. But... No, I, I have before. <laughs> right. Honestly, at, at this point, I mean, I haven't sold uh, many Pokemon cards recently. I'm actually thinking about it, but more so just so I could fund my habit of opening Pokemon cards. So funding through selling the same thing, you know, it's that so, it sounds logical, right? Yeah, um, no, actually, uh, okay. I, I, I think that is very logical and makes sense. Um, but here's an interesting take. Again, I'm not saying this is a should-be scenario. I'm just kind of curious. So mm -hmm. given, especially given the example of what people are willing to do when you start putting monetary values on Pokemon cards, do you think that all TCGs, let's, let's just say for example, but, you know, Pokemon in this case, should not have monetary values to cards and you should only be trading, you should only be able to, again, pretend it's a fantasy world, but this is a thing. Where you can only trade Pokemon cards for other Pokemon cards, and it's just up to personal values, like how much things are worth. Like, do you think that the game would be healthier and or more fun in that sense? Let's ignore the fact I, that we all have bills to pay. I think I think it would be I think it would be healthier. I definitely think it would be healthier. However, it definitely would not be nearly as popular because you know that. And like again, we we talked about it earlier. Like we we see it all the time with the scalpers and all the, the fights and everything happening at Target. like. Listen, I want to make money. Don't judge me for stopping. <laughs> I'm not judging. Again, I'm not saying this is a should be. I'm merely asking everyone everyone's <laughs> opinions on what they think of it. I, I just think that, you know, okay, this is probably really generous, but like 80% of people who buy Pokemon cards are just in it to open them and sell them. Or just not even open them, just straight up sell them. So... Like, you'd only be, you know, 10, 20% of the Pokemon card population right now in terms of people who collect them. But it would definitely be much healthier. It wouldn't be as toxic. And 
you wouldn't be seeing these people having fights at all these big box stores and making it so those of us who actually love collecting, you know, can't get the stuff. We have to go through the scalpers that, you know, made them stop selling them there in the first place. Can I need that, PS5? That's, that's how the internet works. Like the PS5. Jesus, <laughs> I would just like to buy one. Oh, really? People have the right to buy a hundred of these things and sell them online? That's not right. Not my book. So down with capitalism is what I say. That's what this stream, this uh, podcast is now about. Down with the man. Down with the system. So before Noctis goes on about <laughs> capitalism, um, I'm going to start wrapping this up for the recording's sake. Um, I definitely want to continue this conversation afterwards. And if you're listening to a recording of this and you want to hear Noctis rant about capitalism, um, then you should be checking out the live streams. You know, come watch us live and come watch what happens after recording where Noctis is able to curse more. Oh my gosh. I wasn't supposed to curse? Uh-oh. More. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, what, 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 about the, what about this curse This curse that I've been brewing for TCG or TCG talk behind the scenes while I've been mm-hmm. quiet this entire time? I gotta, be, I gotta be honest, it's kind of fascinating to listen to you guys talk about trading card games. Usually, I have a pretty good idea what we're what we're always talking about, but when it comes down to trading card games, I like the last time I played uh, Yu-Gi-Oh was back in two thousand three, and it was right before my deck got stolen. I oh my, you know how many cards I had in that. I will oh, admit that killed my love for it. <laughs> I will admit that I personally planned as soon as you mentioned having Wally inside for a Pokemon episode, I did plan on steering the conversation towards TCG talk. So <laughs> well, like, like I said, I did it's fascinating to listen to you guys talk about strategies, how you go about picking cards, all that stuff, because that's all foreign to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh but yeah, um, so, Wally and Marsha, thank you so much for coming on um, and being on the podcast tonight. Uh, for anyone who wants to, who missed part of the podcast, uh, we should have the episode live on all of our platforms. Just say podcast in the chat if you want to get all the links, uh, either tomorrow night or on Friday, depending on how lazy me and Noctis are. Um, We're not lazy <laughs> at all. Uh, this is, yeah, this is episode seven. Some of you have been asking for our Patreon, so that's going to be released by episode 10, which conveniently, assuming nothing goes wrong, will be our Pride-themed episode. Uh, So keep an eye out for that special episode. Uh, End of June. We going gay, everybody. (laughs) So for our Pride episode specifically, you know, we're going to open up questions for the chat. If there's any questions on Pride, streaming with Pride, all that stuff. Um, be sure to plan out those questions and bring them to the chat. Uh, we'll take all of those questions to make sure every question is answered. Um, live chat wants to know who it is. It is going to be starring uh, Nerdy Birdie and Lila Astara, both uh, both very very public with uh, their pride and include you know enforcing that idea on their stream and streaming with pride and all that stuff. So it'd be very interesting to see. Um, their takes on that especially with a lot of issues that i won't go into uh right now regarding twitch and lgbtqia plus oh yeah and all that and, kind uh, of stuff. coming out is pan that day i forgot to tell it 
Fuck, I wasn't supposed to say, I'm sorry, TFA. I forgot I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. <sighs> you know. Yeah, now watch, if people are actually going to start believing you. Well, they already write fan fiction about us. I mean, well, like... this, this is very true. This is very true. I can imagine the the, the most sensual fan fiction. Noctis and Tifei were were alone in a room and they didn't yell at each other. They actually agreed on Pokemon randomizers. That's not the fan fiction I'm reading. I'm reading PWP. I'm reading. I'm reading Lemons, folks. Uh, we yell no, at no, each other. And that's what very... we're stopping this episode. <laughs> See you <Okay>. guys. <laughs>